Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Backmarkers F1 Show podcast. This is episode number 92. Chris Cato joined by Tyler McDonald and Shaker Barty. Thanks, everybody, for joining us wherever you are watching in the world. We're going to be recapping and uh, giving our reactions and opinions to the 2020 Russian Grand Prix. But just before I get into that, just a couple of quick notes. As a reminder, as always, our podcast is sponsored by the GPbox.com. Check the description in the video below and you'll find some promo codes and offers from our friends at GPbox. And also, we've got this podcast, obviously, you're listening to right now, but coming later this week, around Thursday, should be coming out on Thursday, we've got a very interesting guest that was on our podcast last week. Video's all done, ready to go, and it is Tim Haraney. Now, if you don't know the name, if you're if you're a Canadian F1 fan, you most likely know the name, but if you're watching internationally, Tim is a former Canadian racing driver. He's raced in the Daytona 24 Hours. He's raced in Renault Formula, uh, the Formula Renault Series. Champ Car Atlantic. He's raced all around the world, some of the most historic racing tracks in the world. And he joined us on the podcast to basically talk about Canadian motorsport. He'll, You guys are going to learn a lot about Canadian racetracks that you might not know about other than the circuit Gilles Villeneuve. And he also talked about his racing experiences around the world, which is really, really cool. And also just basically we talked about the F1 season, the Canadian drivers, Lewis Hamilton, things along those lines. So Really, really good interview. I know all of us really yeah. enjoyed it. It was around uh, almost an hour and a half in total. So that's going to be coming out on Thursday. So you don't want to miss that episode for sure. And uh, yeah, stay tuned to our social media because uh, yeah, we'll be uploading it very soon. Yeah, I think that was maybe the most fun or one of the, the most fun podcasts uh, I've we've done on the show because that was a, a hell of a time. Lots of good laughs. Uh, Tim's a great guy. Uh, he's also F1 reporter uh, for TSN here in Canada, the, one of the main sports networks. Um, so he, he's in tune with the guy. He knows a lot of the racers and uh, has a lot of good knowledge about uh, most of the guys. So Yeah, I think he was just getting off an interview with um, uh, Nicholas Latifi. Yeah, that's like, right. Right, yeah. Before, right after... Uh, Right before we interviewed That's him, right. So. And he tells a very funny Daniel Ricardo story as well, which uh, had us all laughing. So <laughs> you want to tune in. It was a fantastic episode, like Chris said. Uh, one of my more enjoyable ones. Because uh, I, I might actually go back and, and listen back to it myself. Yeah. Because it was that good. I really enjoyed it. So make sure you tune in for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And like I said, whether you're Canadian, you're going to learn a lot. And if you're not Canadian, you're going to learn a ton that you didn't even know about motorsport in this country which is really uh, unique. So yeah, absolutely. Like Tyler said, stay tuned for that. It was definitely a good one. All right, now getting back to more current events, let's talk about the Russian Grand Prix in Sochi. And you know what? It wasn't the worst Russian Grand Prix ever. Exhilarating. Exhilarating. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have that far. one in the last three years. Yeah, I think it, yeah. yeah, that's probably accurate, I think. And I still almost fell asleep on lap 28. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> still. Well, yeah. It, was, it was funny that you said that because I, I think it was around the same time I looked at it. I'm like, oh, Jesus, like still 20 laps to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, God. Um, so not too much, actually, that we're going to go through in terms of uh, the race events. I don't think, you know, too much action happened. But, you know, really, this is just going to end up uh, being a Mercedes rant for my end because... Yeah, you're not happy I, with Mercedes. No, <laughs> not a happy camper at all with Mercedes, Lewis Hamilton, and Valtteri Bottas. So if you're a Mercedes fan, I don't know if we have any that watch this podcast... Uh, it's it's not going to be a friendly episode for your boys. But yeah, I think Shaker and I aren't as like upset as you are. Um, and this is the censored version too. But like, I'm, you, I'm, ta- I'm trying to yeah, hold you're, back here. Your your Chris's rant should be a sponsored thing. Yeah, it should because, be. Uh, you're, yeah, you're you're not too happy. Which like let, let's we can get into it right now. Um, obviously, Valtteri Bottas wins the race. Lewis mm-hmm. Hamilton uh, comes third. Very impressive. After getting uh, receiving a 10-second time penalty for um, a practice start not in the box. Sorry, two practice starts not in the designated box, which um, 
I mean, something that no one really, I don't think we've ever really seen this penalty given out before. I mean, David Croft knew, Croft knew exactly knew. The, the rule. He had the article and paragraph, he had it all ready for, for us. But um, we haven't really seen it before. So it was really interesting to see uh, how the FIA handled this this whole scenario. But um, well, it was also weird because it happened twice. You know, like yeah. it was not just once that you know we see this odd, uh, odd regulation happening. We see it right. twice, like in a row, at yeah. the exact same person for the exact same thing. So you know, it was just a weird violation to come up. And, um, yeah, yeah. No, I was just gonna say, and to the championship leader, like yeah. the yeah. most dominant team, right? Who rarely ever makes any mistake. And like they were cool to like. Obviously, if you're watching this now, you'll know the news that um, the FAA have rescinded the two penalty points that Hamilton originally got, which is very important, which we'll explain in a little bit. Um, and it was just ended up being a fine for Mercedes, which in tune makes it, it was Mercedes' fault, not Lewis's fault, which is true because they gave him the direction to go into the middle of the pit exit and do a practice start there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... <laughs> This is the part that bothered me. So, you know, obviously during the race, Hamilton was complaining, saying, you know, the, the penalty was bullshit and all this type of stuff. And th- that I could extend an olive branch to say, okay, he's in the middle of the race. He's just realized he's not going to be able to to win and make history, getting the 91st victory. So I could understand some of his upset, uh, his uh, him being upset there. But the problem I had is that after the race, and I tend to get this from Mercedes, that when things don't necessarily go their way, they start to cry a little bit. They start to complain too much. And it's like, I just wouldn't expect that from a probably the most successful Formula One team ever, probably the best Formula One team ever. I would just like to see them more take it on the chin and just move on. Say, yeah, you know what? We messed up. We, For whatever reason, we didn't know where Lewis was going to go. We messed up. That's the rules. That's the regulation. Like you said, Crofty, I, I swear to God, he had it printed out, ready to go. <laughs> he cited like he cited it like he was, you know, on the OJ trial or something. And I, you know, his I defense... immediately pictured Crofty doing one of these with like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> those spectacles. He probably did it. I think he does that too, for sure. So you know, it was it's a rule, it's a regulation. He he broke the rule. It doesn't happen often, yes, but it's in there. It's in the rule. Yeah. Crofty proved it to us, and same with the FIA. So, and I had just have an article pulled up here, which is why it would upset me even more. Was the after the race reaction was, you know, this headline from the race fans: FIA dismisses Hamilton's claim. They are trying to stop me. That that's just the part I don't like about Hamilton. It's like things don't go his way, and then he immediately thinks like there's this big ploy at the FIA or the whole of the F1 world to bring him down and stop him. It's like, dude, you won six out of ten races. Your team has scored every pole position this year. You're most likely going to bag this year's championship and next year's, and maybe the next four after that. It's like, if they're trying to stop you, man, they're doing a horrible job. Yeah, I mean, like, if, if like you mentioned, they'd be doing, if they're trying to stop him, they, they would have done this three races, four races ago. You know, like, yeah. uh, it's not something that they, I don't think the FA is trying to do. It's a violation. If it was like this for anyone, it, you know, it would be... Um, it'd be given the same rule because, as Karofi said in the article, it's right there. Yeah. So it's just 100% Mercedes' fault. It's not FIA trying to go at Lewis Hamilton because if they were, uh, one, they're doing a bad job, and two, they're doing it way too late. And it just doesn't make much sense, does it? Like, you're not going to go after the most popular driver in the sport. Yeah. 
Yeah, and again, I, like you guys say six, like you know, six races ago. I say almost like 2017. They should have. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like four years when, ago. You know, four <laughs> years ago, he would have gotten his four championship. You know, sorry, he would have gotten his third. Would have been on to his fourth, and that's that would have been the time. And it's a little bit too late them for them to do anything to Mercedes or uh, Lewis Hamilton at this point. Just, and. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And he brings up the point in this article, it goes down later to say that, oh, you know, they're trying to slow us down and beat us by bringing in the quality modes and this type of thing. But it's like, that's not new. They did it with Ferrari in the early 2000s. They changed the whole tire regulations, which really messed Ferrari up. You know, it screwed them up and they weren't dominant after that. They yeah. lost the championships to Renault. Here, it's like they changed the aero regulations in 2019. They done you know, this quality mode ban, it's like Mercedes is still dominating, still dominating. So it's like, you know yeah, what, man? Good for you. That's your team's amazing. Yeah, they're yeah, so just good. Just come up with brand new systems, you know, like to make yeah. things work. Das. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like the DAS, the rear <laughs> suspension innovation. Like it's amazing. Like, whoa, 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 easy. Like that's too good. Uh, stop it. Like, <laughs> yeah, they could, they could probably do a yeah, lot you know, more. Like yeah. that's just it. If, if FI wanted to stop them, it would have been at DAS, you know, like they would have shut that down, but yeah. obviously he went through and. And not only that, let's remind everybody, this dude won a race on three wheels. Yeah, that's true. Three wheels. It's true. So even if they tried to slow you down, like if they're, you know, maybe he thinks that they're diabolically sitting in a room with Ferrari going, (laughs) how are we going to slow Lewis Hamilton? I got an idea. Let's give him three wheels. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah, still wins. Um, So, yeah, no, sorry. I I was just going to just going to say just to summarize that. I just sometimes I just find that they cry and complain too much. Okay, one thing during the race when the heat of a moment, but man, take it on the chin, just like Daniel Ricardo, our boy Danny Rick. Hey, Daniel, you got a penalty, five seconds, you messed up. Okay, fine, I'll just go faster. Yeah, that was great. That was awesome. I mean, yeah, admitted his mistake right away. That's my bad. He knew exactly what he did. So it is a little bit different than Hamilton. It wasn't really his fault, but well, like the thing is, and I wouldn't say this, but any other driver on the grid. Um, but it's it's Lewis Hamilton. If it was any other driver, I'd be like, oh, he has no chance of winning this race. But it's Lewis, so I was like, oh, you know what? He probably could still win this race with that <laughs> yeah, ten second penalty. You know, like you and I hmm. were message, messaging yeah, each other right. during the race, and where I was just like, well, I don't know why he's complaining. Like, there's still a chance that he might come back. Yeah. And you're in, and when you were like, yeah, he might still win this, not even just come back, yeah. like even to third, second, or third. Like it was very possible for it, him to do it. There was. It was it like. A, a safety car or you know something mm-hmm. that he could have well that's what i was saying i think one of the one of the virtual safety cars came on i think it lasted like a lap or something I'm not like, even if it, yeah, yeah if it was like lasted two or three laps and they had actually gotten a little bit close to each other would have made a different race you completely know, grosjean was just checking to see if they had enough styrofoam <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, I, I was surprised by that because i thought in russia they just send the guys out during green flags yeah, like, yeah. they don't give a fuck over <laughs> there, there so they're like um like, no, going back to Lewis, uh, we, I know I mentioned the penalty points. Those penalty points were, were really important, actually, because uh, Hamilton was on eight, I believe, going into the race. So this would have gave him 10. And at 12 penalty points, he gets a race ban, mm-hmm. which in the end actually could have been you know very interesting because, you know, Bottas got 11 points up on Hamilton this race. So it's what, at 44, I think, right now? 44. Um, oh, interesting stat. That's at 44, and the gap to from Bottas to uh, to Verstappen is 33. Both their numbers. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> Random. Uh, anyways, back on track. Um, if Lewis got a race ban and Valtteri most likely wins the race, that's another 25 points. He's only nine. Was it 19 points back? Then you get you, you got a 
You got a championship. You got a championship on, you your, hands. Championship yeah. on your hands. So or you 20, 26 points. It's yeah. 18. So um, it, it could have been very interesting, but the FIA rescinded those points. Now, Lewis will lose two more of those points in Turkey, I believe. Um, and then and that's in four races time? Four, four Maybe weeks? Maybe I think. Uh, uh, it's around in November. Yeah. yeah. And then he won't lose any more points until uh, next year at some point, next summer. Or next, Yeah, next summer, I think. Um, but it, it's 12 points in 12 months is, is what it is. So uh, we haven't really seen anyone get close to this uh, as of late. And, you know, Lewis Hamilton, who's one of the cleanest drivers on the grid of the That's last right. 10 years, uh, interesting to see him just not driving dirty, but just having a lot of penalties go against him. So yeah. um, very important what the FIA's ruling was there. They rescinded the points, so it gives Hamilton a little more breathing room. Because if he has another collision with uh, with Albon, that's another two points or whatever. <laughs> uh, he's had a, he has a race ban, so it's it could have been interesting. Could've For been sure, interesting. Now he needs you know four more incidents. I doubt that's going to happen. Yeah, never know. I guess. No, you're right. It's always think. I mean, who would who would have guessed this would have happened? Yeah. But actually, when you were just bringing up the whole points things, I, I wanted to just quickly, before we moved on, this actually came from, uh, it was on a racefans.net article, uh, username Ian Deering at Riptide. So Ian, if you're watching the show, well done for figuring this out. But yeah, so with the situation it is now, car 44 is 44 points ahead of Bottas, who is 33 points clear of car number 33, Verstappen. And between car 44 and car 33 are 77 points and car 77, Valtteri oh, Bottas. Wow. I didn't get that middle. That's, 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 that middle part. Yeah. So yeah. that's like, I, I forget, what is it called? Is it uh, G- Gematria, the whole number Inception. numerology thing? I don't know or what Inception, called. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's called. The mind fuck. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> that's what? The, yeah, that's the one I know. <laughs> Anyways, whatever it's called, like people, there's always these things with like numbers line up and, you know, this yeah. person was born this date and it was whatever. Um, so, yeah, Movies very called symbols. Symbols. <laughs> F1 edition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very interesting, though. So yeah. good for you, Ian. Uh, Ian. Ian. You're Ian Deeran. So well done to you, sir. Um, going back to the penalty points, if Lewis Hamilton got a race ban, I mean, you could have a situation. I was thinking about this during the race when they were talking about it. I'm like, oh, this could be interesting. You know, Nico Hulkenberg, who who stepped in uh, at Racing Point this year, what if he stepped in for that race ban for Lewis's Hamilton seat? He's never had a podium before, and he wins the race. Like, you know, yeah. that would have been such a crazy, amazing story for Nico Hulkenberg. And I, like, that's who <laughs> I think would go in there. I don't know about you guys, but uh, like I, that makes sense to me. I, it would be great to see, right? German driver as well. Uh, but I think actually it would be Stoffel Van Dorn because he's their current oh, yeah. reserve driver. That's right. He was there, uh, oddly enough, he was doing the interviews uh, <laughs> yeah. post-qualifying, but did a great job, uh, better than actually most of the yeah, he did a good job. Uh, journalists nowadays. But uh, yeah, I think it would be Van Dorn. I think in between his Formula E duties would probably be the mm. most likely candidate. Yeah, that makes sense. That like I didn't, I completely forgot Van Dorn was a reserve driver there. Yeah, I guess I don't. Know why, I didn't think of that. I guess it was Ocon last year. So yeah, that's right. I don't um, know who else really would be uh, around or available for them. But quick question: When has Stafford Stafford Van Dorn been there the entire year, or has it? Stafford, I don't know. Like it's, it's just, just recent. Like, it's, it has to say it. It came up pretty quick that I thought somebody else was there beforehand. Because like he hasn't done any practice sessions. No, I think maybe it's because he's got a super license all ready to go. So well, maybe maybe that from convenience. But hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, interesting. interesting. Yeah, I guess it could have been Stoffel too. Yeah. Also Hulkenberg or Stoffel. Yeah, I'd be fine with either one. Yeah, and they win the race. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Stoffel Van Dorn race winner. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. First start right for Mercedes. That's true. Yeah, that would be sweet. Yeah. 
So uh, yeah, that that's that's kind of my uh, my thoughts on the penalty situation. Let me know what you guys think uh, in the comments below, and and what were your thoughts just on the whole penalty situation and and, uh, and whole Lewis and everything. But uh, yeah, wasn't really happy with that. And then uh, surprisingly, another guy that pissed me off was oh, Valtteri Bottas, oh, yeah, a guy that usually doesn't piss me off that much. It, Valtteri, I mean, you know, calm, nice guy, great driver and everything, but. You know, wins his first race since Austria, which is crazy. Heading into the Russian Grand Prix, guys, he won the same amount of races as Pierre Gasly and Alpha Tower. That's true. Yeah, that's insane, that's true. Right? So keep that in the back of your mind while I rant here. But he goes and wins the race, albeit it was lucky. If, if we're being honest, had Hamilton not got the penalties. Well, uh, no, no, no. Hold on. <laughs> because they were on different tires and different strategies. So I think it still would have been an interesting Fair race. enough. It, it definitely would have been. I, I agree with you so on I that. I wouldn't say that he wouldn't have won it. I think he would have had a great shot at winning it, actually. I still they think they were Hamilton on different strategies until Lewis Hamilton asked for the same strategy as Valtteri Bottas. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Fair. Either way, it, it definitely would have been close, let's say. Um, but. You know, they were talking during the pre-race buildup, like, last couple of years, pole position man has never led going into turn two. And then what do you know? Valtteri's right in the perfect spot to take over with the slipstream, and he doesn't get past Hamilton. Doesn't get his elbows out. Wasn't as, ag as aggressive as we all always want him to be, like Nico Rosberg, like you were talking about. And then, you know, whatever. Goes, goes and wins the race. Does a fine job. Fine, solid job. I'm thinking on the team radio, he's going to go like Kimi Raikkonen, like, oh, finally. You know, it's, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. And then he goes with this like cocky radio message, like Conor McGregor-esque type radio <laughs> message of like, oh, to the haters, to whom it may concern, you know, yeah. fuck you, going to his Australia 2019 team radio. And I'm sitting there going, dude, you're in the most dominant car possibly like ever in the history of F1. Your teammate is blitzing you in the championship. You were six tenths down in qualifying the day before. I wouldn't necessarily be like, boasting my chest that much uh, like it's good for his confidence i think but sure. like yeah no i i'm kind of with you i wasn't <laughs> really expecting that that radio message i was expecting him to be like sick like as a finally like it's been a little bit right um like this is more than deserved i should have had this you know three three four races ago uh but yeah no i wasn't expecting that radio message that's for sure i don't know if it's just like a tradition now when he's wins he's just gonna be like F you to everyone <laughs> to concern like middle fingers up or whatever, but yeah, yeah I don't know. It was, it was an interesting radio message. Because, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, like, he, you look at his last couple of races, he has had some bad luck, but he's also had a bunch of terrible starts. Like in yeah. Hungary, in Mugello, he was leading the race, screwed up the start twice. So he's had his opportunity. <laughs> and crashed everyone. And cr yeah, he exactly. didn't. He didn't. I know, don't, but 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 he started it. <laughs> so, oh, did that thing fall? The, the Alpha Tori pit board. Oh, whoops. To, that's all right. Oh, well. we, we had a virtual safety car. We'll deploy it here and fix <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he's had his fair share. But I'm just saying that, like, he's in a great dominant car. They've locked out pole positions all across the entire year. Oh, I and really <laughs> screwed it up, boys. I really screwed it up. Nice job, Roman. Oh, that, that didn't go well. <laughs> that's that's fine. We'll leave it like we'll that. We'll leave it like that. It's a, it's a wreck. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well. That's more like natural. The that car way. almost yeah. went right through the boards. I, <laughs> I think people get it. This is episode 92. They know what show they're yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Something fell off. Yeah, so, the, the, the yeah. Uh, McLaren came off. Oh, the McLaren just crashing into everything. Yeah. Ooh, I think, was that Carlos Sainz? Yeah, McLaren Sainz right into a wall. What was that? That was uh, hilarious. <laughs> Poor science too. I mean, like, sorry, we should go back to what you're saying, but just like, you know, guys just trying to go. You know, he's like, ah, I screwed up. I screwed up, but I'm gonna make it back. I'm gonna zip through this this penalty area. And he goes through and just 
You know, absolutely eats it on the wall. And you got to be thinking like, you know, he's not hurt at all. But like his ego's like, oh, what did I just do? And then you have your teammate coming coming on saying you're trying to be a hero on the first turn. I don't don't know if Lando was joking around or like. He's probably serious. (laughs) He sounded serious. He's like, what is Carlos doing? Like, you know, it'd be hilarious. Like, I just thought of this. Remember his team radio after he crashed in Magello? If they like, oh, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> that was dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't crash into a wall. Well, I, I was laughing so hard because I was telling you this. Like, I'm sure we've all done it playing F1 video yeah, games. Yeah. You just like stupidly run into a wall, like yeah, yeah. coming out of the pit lane or something. Like, it was such a video game type mistake, but to see it happen. Like get to a Grand Prix. I thought it was hilarious. Oh yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> after he wasn't hurt and like no one T-boned him, I was yeah. like, oh, what the heck just happened? Like, yeah. It was concerning at first. And he was like, he's fine. I'm like, oh, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Ay ay ay. That's an expensive, expensive girl. <laughs> just like the way he was you, like, you should have done what Grosjean did. Just run through the styrofoam. Yeah. But I could just imagine like his thought process, like, yeah, I'm gonna floor it, and then what wall? Damn it! Like, I'm I'm smarter than everybody. Yeah. Oh no! Poor guy. Uh, oh my uh, god! And we love science. Yeah, that oh, is great. Poor he, guy. He's brilliant. Yeah, you should have knocked down the science coaster. That would have been perfect. Oh, that would have been good. Oh Where's man, I'm still it's laughing weird. at that. Yeah, you wonder you if you know what's funny. You know what's funny? The Ricardo one fell. No, because this is... Oh, that's Ricardo. I was going to say, if this was signs, behind this is Vettel's feet cut off. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Uh, it's, we should have... Yeah, we should switch, switch, switch that for next time. <laughs> yeah, we should. Damn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hilarious. does anyone... Did we said that on this podcast? Uh, we lost Sebastian Vettel. He fell and broke both his legs. Uh, yeah. His bobblehead. Uh, which was a staple on the podcast. Everyone, yeah, will, we'll have know. to fix it. I'll bring some gorilla glue or something. Oh, yeah, we'll it happened to. during quarantine. I, uh, I, I, I changed everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have to repaint him for next year because he's still red. Yeah, that's yeah, true. We don't know Aston Martin's colors yet, though. Uh, Lance Stroll said it was going to be green. What? Yeah. Why is Lance? Oh, Lance, I guess he would know it. <laughs> guys, racing green. Hey, you yeah, know what? UK he shouldn't know because he's not signed for next year right now. He's that's, not confirmed uh, for I'm next waiting. year. I'm like, I, I can barely sleep either night. way. No. <laughs> I'm checking my phone every six minutes. So he's Lance Stroll resigned. Yeah. No, because what's going to happen? If Lewis Hamilton isn't signed yet for Mercedes for next year, so Lance is going to the Mercedes. Oh, and <laughs> Lewis and Seb at Aston Martin. There you go. They can finally battle it out. Perfect. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. There you go. This is like turned into a Reddit podcast yeah, yeah. comment section. <laughs> Fantasy area. <everything. laughs> oh, okay. So, um, so let's talk about like, since we're on Lance and we're calling. Let's talk about ter- or the uh, lap one incidents. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Well, Which was the Sainz only was so funny? Well, but. Yeah, science just crashed into a wall, so there's nothing really going on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. What'd you think of that Lance Lance Stroll incident? incident. Yeah, I uh, 100% Charlotte Leclerc's fault, and I'm not saying that in bias at all. Uh, I don't know. Like Leclerc just didn't. I don't know where he's expecting Lance to go on that turn. Like he was, there wasn't enough room for two Carlos there. You kind of, I don't know. I think it's Charles' fault. Um, Which should is have too been bad. A penalty. Racing incident. I'm racing okay with incident, it being a racing yeah. incident. It's just more Charles's fault. Uh, it's okay. I think it's a racing incident. And it's lap one. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it, I think it, it, maybe give him a little more room. Yeah. Two, another two doesn't go into one there. Yeah, like another foot. It would have been, everything would have been fine. No, so. but Stroll came back on him though. That's what that's what Charles said. Yep. I don't know about that. I mean, I don't he know was about ahead that though. Either. He was ahead. Um, 
I kind of just seem more like like Stroll kind of just went off the bump there, and then well, he, he just kind of lost control after Charles hit him a little bit. He too, was on know? the curb, right? Yeah. So it's it's. Like, I, he has to get back on the track somewhere. Yeah, I think yeah, he was you know? just trying to turn the wheel, being on the curb. Charles comes up and yeah. tops him a little bit. Just it, it would make sense that the way he moved too, if it hit the back right wheel, the car yeah. would fl- fly that way. Well, yeah. and it's it was tough too because yeah. he had the upgrades and he got messed up in qualifying because his car was like overheating sitting there on the grid. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, but he would have other. I think he probably would have gotten a top eight finish at, at the very least. I think. Yeah. Um, considering where Sergio finished, so oh, maybe those upgrades don't even work. It's not two races <laughs> in a row that uh, yeah <laughs> they wrecked the upgrades. Yeah. yeah. Luckily, it wasn't that big this time around. Yeah. Uh, that other one was. Massive. He has a new ch- he had a new chassis. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Of, yeah. Oh, that thing's done. Yeah. yeah that that thing after Magello was was crushed. Catch fire. I think maybe a little bit, yeah. For there sure. was an F two car that caught fire and caught. Oh the, my did see, god! Did you see did that? You yeah, that was nuts. F two. No, if you guys happened? haven't seen it. It's it's on F one's YouTube. I think. Yeah. We'll we'll put it in uh, while we're talking. Yeah. yeah people so see it. it was Jack Aiken and uh, I think it was Markalov or Mar- yeah maybe yeah I don't know. Anyways, they made contact on turn four, the long winding left hander. Uh, it was just good racing, but it was like a scary shunt, oh and you're God. like, "Oh no, that's not good!" Like right away. And then uh, was it Markalov? Oh, hold on, here. I know you're looking at it here. Um, uh, Luca. Oh, Luca Giotto. Okay, Luca Giotto. So Luca Giotto goes flying into the into the barriers, like flying, <laughs> and his car is like wedged in between the barriers and and catches fire here you're gonna watch it here we have it up for you it went through so, the barrier yeah like- so Aiken goes in on the inside they're going through two and four this is great racing these two were battling pretty hard and then just a little bit of contact Aiken tries to squeeze them there's two fit into one they don't and they go flying <laughs> both of them hard check. hard into the wall so yeah so they see Kyoto so he goes flying in he goes through and he J- Aiken, straight through Aiken went through the walls too so um and then Kyoto's car caught fire caught the barriers on fire yeah and they had a red flag the F2 race and they couldn't restart it uh so the F2 race was finished I mean look at that look at mess. it looks like somebody bombed that yeah. barrier it's a mess so yeah so they couldn't finish the F2 race <laughs> look look at him climbing out it's yeah, like, he's like just what RPG'd his car or something. So um, he just got out of the war zone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was. I mean, glad he, I'm glad he, they were both okay. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fuck. But That's... they were worried at the start of the F1 race. They're like, okay, like, like are these are they going to repair the barriers in time, or are they going to have to delay the start of the F1 race? But I guess uh, everything was okay. Um, but yeah, yeah very they had to get it ready for Grosjean. Yeah, yeah. Very scary shunt there. Yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, well, I know we're jumping around a little bit, yeah, but are, yeah. Mick, Mick Schumacher leading the championship, extending mm-hmm. his points lead to twenty-two points, and he, gotta tell you, his victory on the on the it was a, yeah the, sorry the future race, race Saturday. Was, was brilliant, absolutely class of the field, and uh, yeah, Mick's really starting to to show some promise. I know that mm-hmm. uh, you know he's still he's still rough around the edges for sure, and I think me and you agree. We were talking a lot a couple weeks ago that he another year in F two would be good. Yeah. But I tell you what, if he finishes top three in the championship, especially if he if wins, he wins the championship, he's got to go up. Going Alpha, so um, um, Alpha Romeo, that is. Yeah, yeah. Sauber. Sauber, uh, yeah. Sauber, yeah. <laughs> According to Pierre Gasly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he's he's raced really well. He's really starting to come into his own. Um, Guan Yu Zhao, Zhu Zhao, Zhu. He ended up being the race winner in the that, that sprint race. Sprint race. The, yeah. That's what the crash was in, uh, and half points were awarded in that race. Right. Because it. Didn't meet distance or whatever. Yeah, Schumacher was P3, I think, uh, in the end. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, good weekend for him. But, man, yeah, that's a 
that's a tantalizing driver lineup because it sounds like Kimi Raikkonen is staying for 2021. So if we get Raikkonen and Schumacher... Well, let's go into the, the driver's market here quickly because I'm going to tell you who is confirmed uh, according to Wikipedia, which well, you know, yeah. usually is pretty accurate uh, for this kind of stuff. Um, not in general, but in, for this stuff, it is accurate. So right now, Alfa Romeo have no one uh, confirmed for next year. Right. Uh, Alfa Tauri have no one confirmed for next year. Alpine, 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 Alpine. Alpine yeah. Sorry, Alpine have both drivers confirmed. Obviously, Ocon and Alonso. Uh, Aston Martin only have Vettel confirmed right now, but he would have to think Stroll's going in that seat. Man, I really hope so. I, I hope you never so. know. Uh, Ferrari have both confirmed. They've got obviously Charles and Carlos. Uh, Haas have no one confirmed yet, which is very interesting because Mick could go into that seat as well, uh, with it being a Ferrari drive. Well. Yeah, I was going to say, I've just thought about it. Like, this literally came into my mind like five seconds ago. Having Sergio Perez at an American team might just be good for, like, you know, North American yeah. relations. That's a great That's point. <laughs> That's yeah. a good point. He has to go in somewhere. He has yeah. to fit into this puzzle somewhere. So, that yeah. is a rumor I've been hearing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I was just thinking of, you know, with Mexico and America being so close, that might be a good little partnership they have there. I'm surprised there hasn't been an American driver come out yet yeah. uh, <clears throat> for Haas. I'm sure that will happen eventually. Uh, McLaren have Ricardo and Norris, obviously. Uh, Mercedes, only Bottas is confirmed so far. Lewis doesn't have a contract, apparently, according to Wikipedia. Um, Red Bull, obviously Max, and then no one as his partner just yet. So, you know, yeah, room I for think- debate there, but uh, I think it's going to be Albon or Gasly. And then uh, Williams have George and, uh, George and Nicholas uh, confirmed for next year as well. Great. So there's your confirmed, not confirmed, who's going where. And you fill in the blanks on where you think everyone's going to go. Yeah, for sure. I think those are the rumors I've been hearing is uh, Sergio Perez has been linked with Haas in the re- last couple of weeks. Is Hulkenberg going to come back? Yeah. Maybe. I know Hulkenberg was in talks uh, when he came back in Silverstone with Alfa Romeo. Obviously, there's a connection there. He started his career with Sauber. He knows Fred Vasseur pretty well. But now with Mick Schumacher obviously leading the championship, looking like he'll at the very least finish in the top three, that's looking likely that they want to... Put in a driver for 2021, have him develop a little bit, and then be ready for 2022 when the big rule changes come in instead of the other way around. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been hearing on that regard. And uh, yeah, I'm not sure about uh, where Kevin Magnuson's going to land. I think if you're looking at getting rid of somebody at Haas, it's most likely going to be Grosjean, unfortunately. But who's going to fill in as the, uh, the the head of drivers, whatever it is? Oh, the GDP. Oh, yeah. yeah. Roman will still do it. Oh, okay. Remotely. The what? The Grand, Grand Prix, Prix Drivers Association? Yeah. So the Drivers Association. Huh. He's the head of it, which is oh, really? am- yeah, the most amazing thing in the world. <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah, yeah it's Why amazing. him out of all people? I don't know. <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's the most out there. He, like He's the most like um, uh, proactive, I would guess. He's always asking questions. So I can understand why they have him. Do you, do you think he starts every meeting with, mate, mate? Ran me no, I think, he goes, I think he goes, okay, guys. Um, <laughs> starts, <laughs> yeah. starts bitching about something. Um, but yeah, no, it's interesting. Like, it's Hulkenberg come back uh, into a seat. Um, you mentioned Schumacher, uh, Perez is is out there. Um, is there another driver that could come out? Is there another driver that isn't on the grid right now that you're like, oh, maybe he could get a seat? Possibly uh, Sunoda in F two linked with uh, Alpha Tauri. Uh, I think he's too young. 
I think he needs another year off too. He's yeah, he very rough around the edges. Yeah, doesn't have enough super license points either. Just yet. oh, okay. So, da- so you said Daniel Kvyat isn't signed for next year, right? He's not. No one is signed for Alfatari next year. It's usually well, how there's they do it. Pure Gasly has to come back. Well, he's gonna, be, well he's gonna be Alfatari or Red Bull. It's just and same with Albon. I think he'll stay at Alfatari. I think he. I don't think Red Bull can go back on that. I, I think. Don't know. Let's see. They knew it is. I, I mean, they didn't go it. back with Daniel Kvyat. Yeah, but it's uh, it's a little different. I think. Yeah, a little bit. I think it's a little different. It's that Max took that seat, and Gasly and Albon. No offense to them, they're not Max. No, it's no, true. definitely. Yeah, I don't know, man. That that Red Bull seat is a hot seat. Like, do you want to be in that seat? Does Hulkenberg go in that seat? Yeah, that's. I think, I think I, he should. Yeah, I think this is seat? a suggestion I made about like when we were hearing about Hulkenberg leaving. Is that would be the prime spot for him to be? Because and then you put Albon and Gasly yeah. as AlphaTauri. Yeah, that's a you great could, driver. It lineup. is a great driver lineup. I think that is yeah. Like that could be very interesting as well. Um, I, I, I know Perez would fit in there really well too. He'd be perfect, I think. I think it's the right time. Like he kind of didn't get that that opportunity to, to go into top cars, so I, I don't know. I think it'd be a good time for both of them to uh, yeah. to go in there. I mean, um, no one really has affiliation with them, but I mean, why? Like I know Red Bull needs someone to be there with Max, so uh, it's it's an option, I think. Like I was a little bit surprised with Albon this weekend. I thought he'd be a lot closer yeah, to Max too. again after uh, the good podium in Mugello. And like Max, I mean, Max put in a phenomenal qualifying yeah, lap. Well, I thought good. with Albon, it was something with his. Um, uh, oh my God, steering wheel? No, Wait, he got a penalty, right? A gearbox penalty? Yeah, he. I, th- I thought it was yeah. something with his. Oh. Gear, he had a, got a gearbox penalty, and that's why he was so far back. But I thought something else happened during the race as well. Oh, I'm not sure. I, I know that's why he started further back, but at the same time, too, like he was struggling to get by, like Lando oh, Gasly yeah, got and by Gasly him. got by him. Yeah, exactly. So I was, I was just surprised. Maybe it's a, it's a track specific thing, but I thought mm-hmm. he'd be. I'm like, okay, he got his first podium. Maybe that's exactly what he needed, and he wasn't quite there yet. But I agree. I think a lineup of Perez, Verstappen, even Hulkenberg, Verstappen would be would be brilliant. But yeah. I think that's kind of uh, outside looking in. I want to say that. Because Albon is from Thailand, there's some. I, I remember reading this on Twitter, and obviously you can't really take this for 100% verified source. But there's some sort of link between Red Bull and Thailand. Maybe they're part owned by somebody that's Thai, or they have some sort of big business I'm link sure with Red somebody Bull is from Thailand. Oh, they're Austrian. Yeah, I don't know. If maybe you can do some research, but I remember reading something about on Twitter of why but they kind of want to keep him is because there's some I, sort of business link I, like that. I, I, like, Again, this this might be completely wrong, and I feel like this is something in the back of my mind. But I feel like Red Bull originally came like the the like the idea of Red Bull as an energy drink originally came from Thailand. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. it was off. It was based off a it's Thailand based drink. like a Thailand drink that was made in you're Thailand. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, yeah. eventually, so like the guy, the guy that started the started Red Madishes. Bull, yeah, yeah, went over tried this drink and yeah. it was amazed by it. I and think then I he ended the same up. Thing. Yeah, I, I I remember reading something about this or watching some video on it, but I like that's. I feel like that's what it was. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I think there's some sort of link there because I think Albon has some uh, Thai backers as well that are are pretty wealthy. Um, so that that could I was reading something as that's sort of a reason why they're not kind of quick to pull the trigger and replace him with somebody else. But who knows? I could be wrong. I mean, Perez has big sponsors as well. So. Perez is all, okay. A lot uh, of sponsors. Here, here we go, Mexico. boys. Here we go. This is again Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Wikipedia. We'll trust it. Uh, Ross Austrian entrepreneur Dietrich Mashevich. Mashevich. Anyways. Oh, so he's Austrian. So this guy is Austrian. Yes, he is Austrian. Yes, okay. he is Austrian. Austria's evolved. Yes, yes. Good. 
was inspired by an existing energy drink named Krateng Dang, which was first introduced in Seoul in Thailand. It says country of origin, Austria. Yeah. Well, I'm right then. Yeah, I was, yeah. Ins- I was never saying you were wrong. Oh. I was just saying... <laughs> Whatever. Continue. Move on. I was just saying you're probably right. I just think the drink itself was derived from Thailand. Yeah, yeah, which you're right. The company is, yes. Okay, I get it. I get it. Continue. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah. Uh, I was right, so whatever. Okay, so here. So in Thailand, in Thai, dang means red, and kratang, known in English as a gore or Indian bison, is a large piece of wild boy wine named in South Asia. So, bull. Oh. There we go. Cool. There you go. Very cool. The more you know, guys. That is the more you know. That's a, that's a good segment right there. <laughs> Clip that off. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, okay. bringing it all the way around back to the driveway. <laughs> Where market. were we at? Yeah. Keep keep that in the back of your mind when you're debating with your friends. Let them know about Krad... What was it again? Krating Dang. Yeah, Krating Dang. That's why they're not getting rid of Alex Albon, folks. <laughs> hey. If anybody You asks. heard it here first. Yeah. That's going to be my uh, send a, like the next free practice, Ask Crofty. Be yeah. like, why don't you talk about Krating Dang as a reason why they're not getting rid of Albon? <laughs> Come on, bro. Um, so, yeah, very interesting. Find that in your rule book, Crofty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but make sure to comment down below uh, your driver market predictions. Mm. Who do you think is going to slot into those seats? I really think it's kind of a, a toss-up. It's yeah, difficult to really pinpoint what's going to happen. But I'm sure we'll hear something within the next couple of uh, weeks. <clears throat> Maybe we'll have to wait till the end of the year, but uh, who sorry, knows? Max has signed on for Red Bull for yeah, next yeah. year. Okay, yeah, yeah. he signed on for a couple of more years, I think. But he does have an exit clause. He doesn't have exit clause. Yeah, so yeah. something That's, where if he doesn't win enough races, right? He doesn't get a podium by halfway through the year, or something, something like yeah. that. Nah. Yeah, or if he's just fed up. Mm. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, you know, Mercedes offers him a spot. Right. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> where uh, Where are we off to next race? Germany. Nurburgring. Oh, great. Nurburgring. Nurburgring. I'm excited Grand for this Prix. one. Yeah. Fun fact, uh, the Nürburgring just had the 24 hours of Nürburgring uh, oh, okay. this past weekend. And I watched a little bit of it. Uh, it was in full rain. It was a mess. Uh, red flagged overnight. It was that raining that hard. Oh, that's going to be wow. good. It was, I watched the highlights. There was like six minutes on it. It was, it was good. Um, and uh, then it was, they continued during the day. There was a drama at the end. The P1 lost the lead. I don't know the names or whatever. Anyways, the highlights, that they, they put 24 hours into six minutes, and I watched the six minutes. It was great. Uh, I also watched some of the race. It was all, They streamed it live on YouTube. Oh, good in, for them. In English. It was great. Nice. nice. Yeah, they were, I wish yeah. I would have seen that. Yeah, so I was watching that for a little bit overnight. Um, and it was it was it was a great time. You were watching the red flag. <laughs> no, <laughs> overnight for me okay. would have been like what? six a.m. and seven a.m. for them. So they would have been. Are they like would have just started again? Yeah. Or maybe yeah. I was watching before the red flag. I don't know. I don't remember. Anyways, I was watching a little bit. It was fun, and uh, watched the watched the the six minute highlights. Back to Nurburgring. Hopefully, there's rain this weekend. Uh, there could be even snow. What? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cold right now. And I was watching, uh, where were they? Uh, What's the last snow race? There's, uh, is there probably, a snow race? I oh, no, I'm thinking not. NASCAR. NASCAR, there was a race and it snowed during the race. Yeah. They had to cancel. They were throwing snowballs at the fans. It was <laughs> great. I mean, it could happen. Like, it's, well, it'll be October by the time we get there in uh, in Germany. So it's pretty cool. It'll be cool. It's not going to be Russia hot, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Russia's hot this weekend. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. Nurburgring, that's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess in terms of rushing Grand Prix, I know this episode has just kind of turned into uh, more of a, a jumping around everywhere, but 
I think it's more entertaining than the race was anyway, so <laughs> that's fine. It's true. Uh, I just wanted to, before we sign off, uh, a quick shout-out to Kevin Magnuson and Roman Grosjean, who had excellent starts. They yeah. had a great start. It's too bad that they couldn't hold those positions, because I was really rooting for them. I was like, let's go, boys. Like, yeah. get there. I mean, even with George Russell, we mentioned Lando Norris. He had a pretty good race, a good wheel-to-wheel racing with Albon. Mm-hmm. Um, great defending from Norris. Yes, great Very defending good. from Nor- Norris. Yes, um, and I wanted to comment on this earlier with Albon. I think that is actually Albon's biggest weakness is his defending. Um, mm. In overtaking and wheel to wheel racing, I find like race to race, he is. You do see the improvements. Um, well, you give, he's you, not afraid to. Like, he no. knows where to put the car. Exactly. I yeah. Exactly. You're, you're attacking. Yeah. For sure. I, and I find defending is his weak point because with Pierre Gasly, man, that was that was mm-hmm. not good whatsoever. You can't be. You can't be. Defending like that, that was that was not good. Tell you what, another driver I was impressed with too is Nicholas Latifi. Yes, and yeah. I know Williams was struggling there at the back of the grid, but him starting twentieth with the penalties ended up finishing ahead of his teammate. I know Russell had to stop again. He made up two places on the first lap or something like that. More than that, he was up like five, four or five, five. yeah, yeah. five wow. again. He always does it. Yeah, he's yeah. great off the start. Fell back uh, then after, but then again, like he was when Russell eventually did catch up. Uh, he stayed ahead of Russell. His pace was good. Uh, was able to manage through traffic actually fairly well. Um, so yeah, like it, you know, Tim Haraney talked about it, mm-hmm. and, and you guys will see it in the upcoming podcast about, um, and, and he thinks that Nicholas and George are actually on par. Yeah, which, I mean, I think I said the same thing though. Yeah, yeah. So it's well, it's where, interesting to hear his analysis and, yeah. and breaking it down. So uh, this is no Canadian bias either, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but no, he does, and obviously, like him as a racing driver, I take his word for it mm-hmm. uh, because he's he's seeing the things that we're not necessarily yeah. seeing. Yeah, he so. has the eye, the driver's eye, right? We're 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 just fans. Yeah, yeah. No, we're not experts. We're not, you know, uh, these these. I mean, speak for yourself. But. Uh, yeah. I know, man. My weekend driving has made me pretty yeah. good at judging people. <laughs> my, eye, my eye racing, my racecraft, and my eye racing. Yeah. I'm basically a pro. Um, yeah, you're you're fully pro with the eye racing. No, yeah. definitely not. I think I'm C license, which is not good. <laughs> Anyways, my eye rating is not uh, not that great. But uh, I have to spend a lot of. I was telling you guys before the podcast. A lot of money about to be spent on eye racing for for tracks because I gotta I'm gonna do some IMSA stuff. Yeah. Anyways, but guys, I mean, if you want to help out Tyler's eye racing, the donation button is okay. in the description <laughs> below. So yes. if you want to help support the channel or Tyler's eye racing career, feel free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See about it. We didn't start this when like you know I just started. We could have like done a video on every single race. And it's actually yeah. how horrible got some great advice from Tim about how to be uh you know if you want to get into racing and that's one of the advice he did give us uh learning getting into eye racing. That's true. Yeah. That's true. If there's any parents out there yeah. trying to get your no, I think I'll clip that there. off separately. I think that was a brilliant little segment. It was, um, and and not actually something that I've heard people say is say like oh look you know. Put them in the simulator first, see if they like it, see if yeah. they, this is something that they like. I thought that was a great piece of advice I never thought of. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just it's coming from a perspective of somebody who's been a driver and, you know, grew up more in like the 90s where you didn't have the technology or that stuff, you know, and it's nice to have somebody, you know, now that's, you know, we're in 2020 and we have these great simulators. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a big advantage for sure. Yeah. And even Disney have to be a simulator, you know, start them off in a, like, no, just a yeah, racing game of any type. See if they have any interest in racing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, it was great. I, I yeah. had to really control myself and not go down the champ car nostalgia route. Yeah, you get, was... we're going to try and get, you'll see at the end and, and during the whole interview with Tim, 
but we we could have gone on for another hour and a half. Yeah, he loves I mean, to talk. It, it was it was great. We were having such a good time. So there might eventually be a part two there has uh, to, be. to this because it was great. Uh, we had such a good time. So uh, we hope you guys enjoy it. It's coming out. You said Thursday. You're gonna release it. Yeah, Thursday. Thursday. So that's uh, definitely make sure you click that notification bell uh, down below so you know when uh, the Tim Hirani interview will be happening. And uh, make sure you click the subscribe button too, because yeah. if you like our content and you want to see more of it, make sure you subscribe. We've been uh, Chris has been killing it uh, with uh, the track breakdowns before every weekend. If you want to know more about the tracks, and uh, you got track guides too for the new tracks that uh, have come up as well. That will yep. be um, <clears throat> coming up shortly, actually. Yeah, Portimao is going to be coming up shortly. Yeah. Uh, that got, video got some good traction. A lot of uh, Portuguese uh, viewers were interested in that. Mm-hmm. So if you're new to the show from Portugal, welcome, or yes. anybody else as well. So that's uh, also found. It was weird. I got a copyright strike on their Russian Grand Prix video of uh, the onboard lap I did in F1 2020. Really? It was really weird. There's some weird things going on with their channel because I've done probably, what, three or four of those so far, and I always drive an F1 2020 lap of the specific track yeah, that yeah. we're at. And yeah, they gave me a copyright strike for it. Oh. But there's like YouTubers that literally YouTube off of the F1 yeah, game. Did you fight it? Well, no, because I didn't want to go down that road because I heard, you know, if you submit the claim and stuff like that and you lose, you get a strike added and that type of thing. So well, I was how like, can we, you can't lose. It's it's a video game. I, I don't know. Was, yeah. there, was there music in the background? No, it was just straight engine noise. Oh, well, that's weird. <laughs> All right. <Yeah>. YouTube. Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. They heard us talking crap about them. <laughs> They've got us. They be they. YouTube, <laughs> YouTube is trying to stop us, Shaker. Yeah. That's. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, I, I don't want to go down oh, like that. Sorry, yeah. I had to bring that, up. <laughs> that was so well done. <laughs> well done, sir. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, yes. we don't have to go down the YouTube bandwagon right now, or whatever it is. Um, we can discuss this after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that I don't think we'll, we'll do it for the Russian Grand Prix. Yeah. Uh, we didn't touch too much on the race, guys, but uh, I hope you don't mind and just uh, enjoyed that episode. But as usual, just jump in the comments below. Let us know what you thought of the race. We'll try and get back to as many people as possible. So yeah, we got that interview coming up this Thursday. And then next week, we'll be into the uh, the German Grand Prix. The mm-hmm. actual, it's called the uh, Eiffel Grand Prix. Oh. Yeah, I did think. we get a background Eiffel? <laughs> no, oh. I think that's like the area. That's what it's called. So, oh, okay. uh, but back at the Nurburgring, F one is back. Yeah, that's gonna be great. Yeah, it's I'm, always a good race yeah, at Nurburgring. Very good. Yeah, and the weather is gonna be a huge factor, mm-hmm. which is exciting. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, should be fun. Uh, like Tyler said, Netflix back with somebody. Not sure who, but I hope it's Mercedes. It can't be. They they mess up every time. Yeah, which they should be back. <laughs> Maybe. That's yeah, what I'm hoping for. But Lewis going for history again in the Nürburgring, right. which would be pretty fitting to do it in Germany. Yeah, it would be. You're right. Yeah. Well, yeah. they were hoping for some record being broken last year at Germany or something too, right? And then it never happened. What? I don't know. Longest pit stop in modern Formula One? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. Okay. Yeah. I remember. Too many things to remember. For you. I mean, it was an exciting race. Like, there was too oh, many. Oh, the last yeah. yeah. There's too yeah. many things to remember from last oh. year. Even the, if you watch the high, I watched the highlight video not too long ago. And like they still yeah. don't get everything in that like ten minute highlight. Right, you're like, no, insane. you missed this. Yeah. <laughs> Too much. All right. All right, well that'll do it then for episode ninety two. Um, if you just actually are watching the Tim Haraney interview, I know we said it's ninety two, but I messed up. It's going to be ninety three. I forgot that we were doing this episode, but anyways, small details. Small details. You'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Mostly on Twitter. That's where we're the most active, and you'll get some of our thoughts and post all of our links to there. 
And uh, yeah, check out our website, tbmf1show.com. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, any other podcast app that you use if you want to listen to us. YouTube, we always have the video. And uh, our website will also have all that as well. Oh, just a note for people on iTunes podcast. If you were following us like two months ago, for some reason, iTunes has decided to change our stuff around. So you have to like go back and search for us again. So if you weren't getting updated podcasts, that's probably why. Yeah, good point. That is a good point. Because we, I think we discovered this like a last month or something when I was looking for it. So yeah. yes, if you do listen on iTunes podcast, that is a major concern. So definitely go look us up again. That's probably why you haven't uh, been listening to us as much on iTunes podcast. So, you know, there's that option too. Yeah. Especially People... for the Tim Haraney interview. It's like, yeah. It's a long one. Two, almost two hours long. Yeah. So that was a good one to listen to yeah. just podcast as well. Yep. <clears throat> That's good. All right. Thanks everyone again for joining us. Uh, hope you guys have a good week and we'll see you soon. Take care.